One, two, one, two. Here on the dot, here on the dot. There we go. Yeah, we're on. Dia de Tacos Falcia, Goa, Politics, Culture, and some other shit, the podcast. Hey, everybody, how are you? Hope you're well. Um, Yeah, class. So, brilliant, we're here. Let's do this. This podcast is going to be about two subjects. It's going to be about the Eddie Dempsey speech, explain. And then we'll talk a little bit about the Queen thing, um, giving it a little bit of from my, my own perspective, my, only mine, it's just speaking for myself and no one else, uh, from an, an Irish socialist <coughs> and anti-imperialist uh, perspective. So we'll talk about that, it's going to be the second part. So this first part is going to be the Eddie Dempsey speech. Now, Eddie Dempsey gave a speech in Glasgow at, uh, it wasn't an RMT thing, he represents the RMT, but it was striking workers nonetheless, and it was quite, it was, it was great, it was lovely, I ooh, loved it. So, we won't talk about that. Um, yeah, so let's get to it. Uh, <clears throat> so, who is Eddie Dempsey? Eddie Dempsey is the General, Assistant General Secretary of the RMT Union, Real Maritime Transport, right? So, the, the railway workers have been on strike recently. Uh, in England and Scotland. I think Wales, I'm not sure. Uh, now, one of the things that's happened with this cost of living crisis going forward, uh, these these voices have come out of the working class. So the Eddie Dempsey's, the McLynch, the Dave Wards, uh, look, and they're not taking any shit anymore, if you know what I mean. So they're coming out and they're being very forthright. They're using the language of the working class. They're using the language of unions, unions, unionization, the language of solidarity, the language of support. And they're calling it everything out for what it is. The things that we know. This cost of living crisis is getting... It's no more about Putin's war, as, they're called, as it's called. It's not about that. It's about CEOs and corporations being greedy bastards. It's just as simple as that. The, the, what's going on with the gas prices and stuff obviously is affected by um, the choices that our leaders are making and also uh, what's happening in Ukraine and Russia. They are affected, but they're not the reason. They're not the sole reason. Um. So these guys are calling all that out. So, and it's great to see. And, and we also need it. It's... It's quite clear that our political class, in the, I'm not talking about here in Ireland, we do have some very good hope. Unfortunately, they're not in power, but hopefully they will be in power and hopefully they will follow up on promises. We do have some good politicians and good political ideas, and I look forward to seeing those come to fruition. But unfortunately, we're not in the United Ireland, so we have to look to uh, the UK. That's just the way it is. It's the, and, you know, and until we have a United Ireland, you know, we have to. When we have United Ireland, we can stop. That's great. And that's, I look forward to that. I don't want to comment on English politics. I want to comment on Irish politics. But there's no Irish politics for me to comment on. There's nothing I can do. I'm not a part of this. Well, I do comment a little bit about the South. But, you know, you get my point. So, these voices have come out of the working class. And I fucking love it. I absolutely love it. And a little point of pride for me as well is... 
Eddie Dempsey and Mick Lynch are both sons of Irish immigrants. And of a similar age to me, Mick Lynch would be a little older, I, I reckon. Eddie Dempsey would be a little younger, I think, maybe. Or maybe we're in around the same. Nonetheless, I, you'd, be, you'd, be, you'd be a good bit younger, I think. Um, there's sons of Irish immigrants born in London. Now, that could be me. I was born in London. Two Irish immigrants. We lived there for a few months before we moved back. Um, I'm glad they did. But we share that. We have that in common. Mick Lynch's mother's from Cross McGlenn and his father's from Cork, I think. Eddie Dempsey's parents are from, I think, Mayo, which is where my clan hail from back in times of old, times of yore. Um, so I kind of, I can't, it, you know, these are just little points of contact for me personally, and I like that. That, that sort of endears you to, the, to a thing, doesn't it? It makes you feel connected to a thing when you can make a personal connection but the real connections that we should be making is the politics and the language and this is the point our means of communication have been completely co-opted by corporations and the establishment over the course of our lives if they oh they probably always were but nonetheless it's become quite apparent We've watched the BBC, which is supposed to be impartial. Impartial, my ass. Its whole political output has been hijacked and taken over by Tories, Tory light, Tory adjacent individuals. Everyone from their lead broadcasters like Laura Koonsberg to the people that, the, the editors and the people that make the, the decisions on what their output is going to be. They're all Tories, like literally all Tories. Some of them, it's known that they actually ran as candidates and elections as Tories and now they're, they're, they're determining the output on the BBC you know all the stuff we talk about putting the fucking Russian hat on Jeremy Corbyn and all that, that stuff is not a mistake we know they do this so what's happened over the course of decades is the working class you and I use the language of the, of the establishment Instead of the language of the working class. And we've all done it. If you read these newspapers for long enough, you will start to repeat what these newspapers print. You will use that language as your own. Because this is the way we are as human beings. I'll give you I'll give you a little it's an anecdotal thing, but it's a wee it's a wee notion for you but it indicates it's indicative of the way our brains work as humans the film the big lebowski have you ever seen it i'm sure you have if you haven't you should it's one of my favorites the main character uh played by uh jeff um what's his name can't remember doesn't matter over the course of the movie he sees things on the television and then a couple of scenes later he repeats it as his own language. He repeats it. George W. George Bush Sr., the elder, says something about the Iraq war and then three or four scenes later when Lebowski's having a, 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 a conversation with somebody else, he's repeating those words as if they're his own. And that happens four or five times in the film. Now, I'm a big Lebowski 
geek. You think I know what the fucking the guy's surname is, but I've got books on the Big Lebowski, and that was one of the points that I picked up on. What well, was in a book? They said, "Watch what he does," and it's brilliant. And it's one of these little brilliant little the, the Coen brothers that wrote and directed the movie. It's one of those little things of genius that they bring to the film. But it's also the way we behave as people. We hear language and we copy it and we repeat it. And increasingly, as the means of communication are taken over, co-opted, controlled and run by the establishment, we, the working class, use their language. We use their words. I've had interactions with people in my own life whenever some workers are going on strike and this I'm not going to say who it is. This particular individual says, "Well, why should they get paid that? I don't get paid that. I work for I work in a solicitor's office." She wasn't a solicitor; she was a, a secretary. He said, y- y- "You've just fallen." You know, and then I go off on one and explain the trap that she has fallen into. She's literally fallen into a trap. A trap was set for her, and she fell into it. So when we start to hear the language that we should be using used more and more and more it it inspires me because i personally have a, a gap in in my world view of this i understood the the language concept i understood it i un, i, I recognized it for what it was but I maybe didn't have, I couldn't see, unless I went and hunted for it. This is where the internet comes into play, where you can go and seek out voices that you that will hopefully explain things for you. And, but, the, I felt like there was a gap. But this year, with with these strikes coming on and these individuals rising up to represent the working class from these strikes. I feel like that gap has been sort of filled in a little bit. You know, it's okay. It's okay. You and I talking, or me talking to my mate, and I don't mean. But we need to do that as well. That's as essential. Actually, that's that's more important than than anything. But we need to hear these people on the BBC. We need to hear them on Sky. And one of the reasons that you don't hear them on Sky so much is because every time they go on Sky, they completely fucking decimate. By speaking the language of the working class, by clearly laying out the problem and the solution side by side, without obfuscation, without confusion, without complication, but they say it. And the reason that the the the, the establishment media can't handle them is because they know also that what they're doing is what they're saying is the truth the solutions that they're laying out are the solutions but it's being said out loud we can't have that we can't do that not here on the BBC not here on Sky so whenever Mick Lynch remember at the start when he came up all of a sudden, we didn't know who... I'd never heard of Mick Lynch in my life. Then all of a sudden, he's being interviewed as the railway workers are going on strike. And boom, 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 boom. Like a sniper. Bum, 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 bum. Took them all out. 
one at a time. Piers Morgan, Lord, uh, Lord, not Laura Ginsburg, uh, Kia Burley, all the news people, boom, boom, boom. They didn't stand a fucking chance. Where has he been since? Now, he's doing his job. He's the general secretary of the RMT. He's got a lot of work to do. You don't see him on the media anymore. Why? Because he's using the language that we, the working class, can absorb and use as our own and repeat. Because that's what we do. That's what we do. As humans, we repeat, we learn, we listen, we learn, we copy, we repeat. We, we contribute to the thought, we add our own and we throw it back out into the world with a little bit extra on it or a little bit off it or steered a certain... That's the, But the more of that we do, the closer we get to solidarity, real solidarity, where a girl that's working in a solicitor's office as a secretary isn't bemoaning that people working for minimum wage cleaning the same offices have gone on strike in order to demand a wage where they can pay their rent, feed their families and send their children to school and not live in abject poverty in one of the richest countries in the world. Do you understand? Do you get it right? So this is what we're talking about. So let's do this. So this video is Eddie Dempsey. Uh, he's in Glasgow. He... um. I just turned my microphone down. I think it was a bit loud, was it? Uh, he was giving a speech. It's not at an RMT thing. The Glasgow Council workers are on strike as well. Same as here in my own borough. Uh, and he went up there to make a speech. And it was being described as fiery, which it certainly was. But it's the language of us. We need to use this language, you understand? And... When we're talking with one another, we need to use this language because they have got their language. We need to use our language. But you need to use the words solidarity. The words class war. We need to understand the difference between profits and wages. We need we, This is what we need to talk about. This is the, the words that we need to use. And Eddie Dempsey does it perfectly in this. And uh, and a few other things. And there's another. I'm going to show you another little bit right at the end. It's it's connected, but it's not. But I'm going to show you how the establishment fights back because they do and they are. And I'm going to show you how they do it. So stay with me. I had to edit the video down. It was it was 15 or so more minutes long. I think I got it down to about nine for you. And there's little edits in there. Was a little dance you'll see it you'll, you'll hear it if you're listening to this on the podcast you'll hear it if you're watching it you'll hear it and see it you'll know what i mean it just chopped it up a little bit for you so check this out eddie dempsey in glasgow the other day now we've got the media against us we've got the multinational corporations against us we've got the government against us but we're saying bring it on we're not frightened here if you want to take us on we'll fight them Yes. The crisis is very simple. The prices of essential goods for working class people are too high. And the wages, benefits and pensions that working class people rely on are too low. And these things are not disconnected. 
We have seen in this country falling living standards for working class people for my whole life. And at the same time, profits have been growing and growing and growing. And that is because the people that run our economy have got an ideology. That means the market is king. Privatisation. Just, I'm going to stop us from time to time. Ideology. They have an ideology. Don't think they don't. They say, they call themselves free market capitalists, free marketeers, and they tell us, they tell us things like trickle-down economics is going to work, which is what <clears throat> our new Prime Minister, Liz Truss, that's her thing right now, trickle-down economics, tax cuts for the rich, because that will reinvigorate the economy. That's classic trickle-down economics, which has been proven time and time again to be complete bullshit. I mean, it's at the... It, to the point that it's fucking laughable. But because we're so politically miseducated, uneducated, and unaware of what we're of how our society is structured, we don't know to call it out for what it is. Trickle down economics. When you see it, say it, when you hear her say it, you just you should be able to go, she's just described trickle down economics without saying trickle down economics. Good. Public ownership is bad. And these three things, high prices, high profits, and low wages, that's the holy trinity of their religion. And these things are linked yep. and related. We must pay three, four, five months of our take-home pay on energy because the market says so. We must pay half of our income on rent to profiteering landlords. And we can't have social housing because the market says so. We must have rubbish public services, debt if you want to be educated, because the market say so, so they say. They talk about the market like it's some kind of great spirit in the sky, like it's some all-powerful ruler, and what it says must go. Well, I'm telling you now, we've got to pull the curtain back, because the market has got names, they've got job titles, CEO Profits are up Right Right We're talking about Profits They say Wages are going to Contribute to what they call The, 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 the wage price uh, uh, The wage price spiral The more you put the wages up The more the prices have to go to, And this contributes to inflation And this is the reason That these fuckers Are saying that we can't have pay raises because we're going to contribute to inflation. Well, these guys are coming out and they're clearly saying it. We are in inflation and we haven't had a pay raise. How the fuck is wages contributing to inflation? And these arguments are being made by the... And Eddie Dempsey will touch on it. By the brightest and the best in the BBC. That's what they're, that's what they're countering these guys with. Those arguments. And these guys are clearly saying, how is wages contributing to inflation? We're in inflation and we haven't had a pay raise. We, how how does this work? Something else is causing the inflation. What is causing the inflation? Profits. We can see the headline of the newspaper. The, 
People are going to have to pay three months, four months, five months of their take-home pay on energy bills to keep themselves alive over the winter. And you turn to the page, fucking whatever page, the, the, the stock prices are at in a newspaper. I haven't read a newspaper in I don't know how long. And you can see the energy companies' profits going through the roof. Record profits. Every couple of months, every every couple of weeks, it seems that they're announcing more and more and more record profits. In the billions. Here's one for you. How long does it take to count to a million? 12 days. How long does it take to count to a billion? 32 years. That's the difference. Get that in your head. Every time you hear the word billion, think about that. Do yourself a favour, a little game, a little exercise to keep you on point. Think about that. To count to a million, 12 days. To count to a billion, 32 years. The difference is, it's, a, it's, it's greater than the difference between zero and a million. Right? By far, by far. So think about that. We're talking about profits here. Profits are the problem. Not your wages and not your demand. To live in the richest society, one of the richest societies in the world, like you're not a pauper. No one's asking for anything for free. People say, I want to go to work. I want to go and work my 36, 38, 40 hours a week. What I expect for that, that's the difference. What do I expect for that? Because wages are down. And if you want wages up, profits have got to come down. Down. They've got economists and commentators as if it's some kind of great mystery that no one can understand what I'm telling you is that simple. We have to cap prices. We have to bring profits down and wages up. Shares in luxury goods are going through the roof. Champagne sales, skyrocketing. Louis Vuitton, skyrocketing. They're having a great time. And they're only able to do it because you're poor. What they don't want, a mass of ordinary people in this country waking up to, is this simple fact. Without us, they've got no wealth. But without him, we can have a country fit for the people in there. That's what I'm saying. That's it. Do you understand that? Do you understand that? Without us, they have nothing. We are the working class. Everything comes from us. Everything comes from us. Everything comes from us. Don't be fooled. Don't allow yourself to be hypnotised by the language of the establishment. Investment. We take these pro and we invest. They don't invest. Learn the difference. We're going to do some... We, we, we take these and we research. They don't do these things. They say they're going to do these things and they don't do these things. And then they have us convinced that without them we would be living in caves. It's the opposite. 
if we continue to let them run roughshod over us, we will be in caves. We're lucky to have a planet to live on if we don't do something. We're in the red zone right now. Right now, we're in the red. We cannot wait anymore. This has to end. These people need to be kept under control. I, You know what I think. I'm not a violent man, but public stocks, we need to bring those fucking things back. But this is what we need to do. We need to understand as the working class. We need to understand Learn the language, learn the words, learn the tricks and the traps that the establishment have set for us, and they have, and they will continue to do so, and I will show you after this, one of them that's being played out right now. Either we can build homes for people to live in, or we can build investment opportunities for speculators. Either we've got an education system to teach our young people, or we've got a commodity for the rich to play with. And the same goes in energy, and in water, and in every other industry and public service we've got in this country. They say the market must rule, but the market can't run society. It can't run the trains right now. My trade union has got a motto, and that motto is unity is strength. We know our strength comes from our unity, our unity as workers standing together, and as our unity as working class people coming together. And that is why they peddle division. They want to turn us against each other. They want the railway worker fighting the nurse, the teacher fighting the bin workers. So we're all fighting each other instead of the enemy that we've got in front of us. They're trying to confuse us and we can't lose the battle. Instead of the enemy that we've got in front of us, another word, use it. They are your enemy. They are your enemy. They are our enemy. Another great solidarity is strength. Together, us, we, we, us, together in solidarity can, can defeat these people. But we need to learn the language and use it and understand it. It doesn't mean we, we, we don't need to go into Marxist theory here. I'm just simple... Easy words, again, and Eddie Dempsey talks about, touches on that point. We need to understand together. The people that kept, kept this country moving during the health emergency, after three years of pay freezes, there's no money for us. And every single year, millions and millions and millions of pounds is taken out of our industry. It leaves this country. It goes to the tax havens. It doesn't support the people in this country. There's money for that, but they tell us there's no money for workers. Now we've got the media against us. We've got the multinational corporations against us. We've got the government against us. But we're saying bring it on. We're not frightened here. Come on. If you want to take us on, we'll fight them. That's it. We'll fight you. Because they're fighting us. 
Do you think they're not? Do you think this isn't violence? Don't want to hate the quote oneself, but on this record of my own, an analogue, a treatise on violence. That's what that is. What is violence? Is violence just a kick and a punch in the head? Or is violence when your hospital is getting closed down? I was talking to so I was talking to Rev Duffer yesterday. He's about to go on. I hope you don't mind me saying Duff. Um, on 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 a on a waiting list to get his his, his something was going uh, an operation. Three and a half fucking years. I'm the same. My knee's fucked. My right knee's fucked. I tried to make my football comeback again last week, and I've been limping all week. I'm about to go see if I can get an operation. Years. Now these are my thing. It's a it's a relatively. You know, it's 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 not urgent. I'm gonna put it that way, but the same is happening in the hospital. Your hospital's services are getting shut down and privatized by stealth. Is that not violence? Yes, it is violence. Of course, it's violence. Just because it's done by a man in a suit and and and, and, and the check is signed with a fancy fucking pen, is it not violence? Yes. It's violence. And learn that it is violence. Whenever you go to your doctor and you can't get an appointment or you get kicked out of your fucking NHS dentist, as I did three weeks ago, is that not violence? Yes. So what do we do when people commit acts of violence on us? What do we do? We fight back. How do the working class fight back? Through solidarity. We understand we are the society. We are the majority. And without us, fuck all happens. Not a damn thing. You don't get a bin emptied. You don't get an office cleaned. You don't get a shelf stacked in a supermarket. All these minimum wage, low-skilled jobs. Low-skilled, no such fucking thing. If it's such a low-skilled job, why don't those cunts do it? Capitalism is just another version of fucking serfdom. It's a feudal system reorganised. That's all it is. We are ser- And we're returning to serfdom. We don't have kings anymore. We have CEOs. We have hedge funds. We need to understand that's the point of this. They tell us that we've got to modernise in the railway. What they mean by modernisation is work harder for longer, for less money, unless if you're lucky enough to have a job. Well, we've got a different idea about what it means to be modern. And that means you get a wage you can look after your family on. You come home safe from work. And it's jobs for our children. And we're prepared to fight for that. Are you? I've never had two aprons to run together. I'm in a good job for the first time in my life with a stamp of the union card in my pocket. My father was a seafarer. He's retired on a state pension, living in a council flat that's falling down around him without the services he needs. I've worked hard in my life and I'm lucky to be where I am. I've been elected by the people of my union to do a job. But I'll tell you this, I've been waiting my whole life my whole life to see a moment like this when we can bring people together and make real change and I really believe we can do it with some of that yeah. I can feel it I can feel it this time is different this time is different we're not going to let it come on come on the we're not going to let it 
going to not do it anymore. We're going to stand together and we're going to make the changes that we need and we're going to bring everyone in this country together. And I don't care what colour your skin is. I don't care what religion you are. I don't care what your job is. As working class people in this country, we have got to look after each other and support each other. And I believe in this moment there's a change coming. Understand that? Going to get to remember that part. We're going to talk about that in a second. Something else. This is how the establishment get us by trying to divide us. We in the north of Ireland know that better than most, right? They're trying to do it with these guys. Fuck them. Understand. Don't let them do it. Don't fall for it. Show solidarity. When you see the bin workers out there on strike. Support them. Use the language when you hear people bad mouthing them because they can't get many fucking bin empty. Fuck you. There's more heat there's more on, on the line here than your fucking bin. Support them. If you're only driving past them, give them a toot. I do. And they always wave back and it's always nice. Makes me feel good. Understand, use the proper language, use the language of the working class, not of the establishment. It's our, it's about us, about our lives. And they're going to try and divide this. They're already doing it. And they, and they retreat to the same playbook, the divide and conquer playbook. And I'll show you in a second. Right? And, and by the way, about the bin, don't fucking blackleg. Don't, don't go and get someone to empty your pay someone else to, 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 to do the bin men's job that's scabbing you're just going to have to accept it you're going to have to buy groceries that have got less packaging you're going to have to throw out less it's just the way it is I don't think there's clever arguments that have got to be made and I know there's a lot, a lot of analysis and it's important to do that and we say this is how much the profits are and this CEO has got this much wages and all of that. I've heard all of that and it's important. It's important to expose that. But I don't think you've got to make clever arguments to a single mother who can't afford the electric. I don't think you've got to make clever arguments for the old people you know in your communities who are worried about yeah. this winter coming and what they're going to do. I don't think you've got to make arguments to people who face the chart time and time yeah. again at work. And every time they put their head up, they get slapped back down. I think people in this country know it's wrong. They know what's wrong. What we've got to do is get them to act on it. We've got to take action together. That's exactly it. Do you hear that? You don't have to make clever arguments to a single mother. She knows what the problem is. You don't have to go into Marxist theory. I started watching some videos the other week on YouTube. Uh, just Marxist theory, sort of basic 101. I mean, I do know a bit, but I mean, we can always be educated and, and learn more from, from those that know a lot more than us. And this is the problem. I was watching this video, I was going, this is 101? Holy fuck. It was insane. Quick 10-minute breakdown, a bit, what's the difference? You know, explaining, you know, uh, like... Like, if you don't know what, what Engels' definition of the proletariat and the bourgeoisie is, you know, you need this. And, and you get you get an hour-long lecture. Like, fuck off. A weak-yard person of pram doesn't have time for this. So we use our language. We use the language of us. 
of the workers. The language of solidarity. Learn it, recognise it and use it. And more importantly, I would say, understand when you're hearing the language of the establishment. Understand when you're hearing the language of the establishment. Whenever they do these things like parades, wage price spiral and all this bullshit. Basic economic vo- fucking voodoo. It's bollocks. We're going to give the rich a tax cut in order to, to reinvigorate the economy. Trickle down economics. That's what that is. Right? Good. In the next week or two, they will bring forward legislation to restrict the rights of ordinary people to organise in trade unions and take action. And let me tell you what's really worrying these people. It is not a wage price spiral. That is a lie. They're not worried about you or me or my members getting a pay rise this year. What they're worried about is us having the ability to get a pay rise this year and next year and the year after. What they're worried about, what they're worried about is a shift in class power away from the corporations to you and your new people. That is what they're trying to do. Their priorities is to let profits rip, let prices go through the roof, and to depress wages. And in order to make sure that that happens, they are prepared to criminalise dissent against poverty. Let's call it what it is. That's what they want to do. And that is why we've got to broaden people involved in this movement. We're going to fight them on the picket lines. Believe you me, we're going to fight them. But we've got to fight them in the hands of the states. We've got to fight them in the communities. We've got to fight them everywhere. Because this time, they're not going to take the fish out of us anymore. Enough is enough. Solidarity. We're going to build the biggest wave of solidarity and save this country in a generation. We're going to make sure our old people are all in the ring. We're going to keep our kids free. We're going to build an education system free for our people. We're going to do it together. Inspiring stuff. Inspiring stuff all together. Well done, Eddie Dempsey. Well done, Joe Politics. So there we go. Isn't that fucking class? By the way, that video was was recorded and uploaded by Joe Politics. You should follow them. Because, as I've said, the, the mainstream media, uh, the establishment media, won't give voice to this Joe politics you know obviously it's no BBC but it's a it's a it's a it's a great and growing media channel and outlet and they've nailed the colors firmly to the mask or to, to the mast and they're on our side they're on the workers side they're being they're, they're asking the questions and they're being challenging whenever they need to be but they're quite clearly coming down on one side of this which the BBC are too and the sky new they say they're not they will say they're impartial we know that that's bullshit. The entire establishment has been taken over by the fuck. The, the entire BBC establishment media has been taken over by the by the Tories. Everybody in it is a fucking Tory. Laura Kunzberg is married to a Tory. 
the, the editors and the people that are making the broadcast and decisions and the output decisions are Tories. Some of them are, are ran for election, for God's sake. Right? So we know this. So my point, go and follow uh, Joe Politics. You get Twitter, Instagram, all, YouTube, all over the place. The, 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 and make sure you like, share, subscribe. It's very important to do that whenever you watch these videos, and by, with mine as well. Give it a wee like. Share it, please. I beg you to share it. And um, subscribe and all that sort of stuff. But the liking and the sharing, that's the big one, right? Uh, oh, yeah, just on that. My Twitter account is back on. Well, not my, my original one. I had to start a new one. I still haven't got access to my to my, my main one. So, yeah, whatever. I've started a new Twitter account, so you can go and check it out if you would like to. And I would like you to. Um, so there we go. Well done, Eddie Dempsey. Well done, the RMT, in solidarity with all the workers that are going on strike. Um, it's fantastic. Uh, another thing, uh, just about this, the, the, the workers going on strike. Uh, our council staff are on strike here. The bin men are on strike. So what I'm going to do, I have to buy a little uh, device and I'm going to go and interview them. See if I can get a little interview with them. I, I hope that they'll agree to that. The workers are the are their representatives. I don't mind. Uh, so I'm going to hopefully do that this week. Well, I need to find out whenever they're back on strike, but hopefully they'll do that this week. So now let me show you something. Remember what I said during the video that the establishment will fight back and they will. The empire strikes back. The empire always strikes back, right? So let me show you what I mean. So can you remember the bit in the video whenever Eddie Dempsey said about showing solidarity with uh, the various workers, the various right across the class, even across. I personally, I think even across the class divide, people that are middle class and upper, I don't give a fuck. If you're if you're if you're prepared to do the moral thing, you're an ally of mine. You're a friend of mine. I don't care. So check this out. So. This is an article from The Canary, which is a, a left-wing publication. So here it is. So Joe Glanton, I don't know who that is, he writes this. Now, this is, uh, this is about, he's commenting on something uh, that Eddie Dempsey said before the speech you've just heard. Eddie Dempsey critique is fine, but withdrawing support for workers over him is telling on yourself. Now, what the fuck is that advert? Yeah. Hobby Japan. I don't know what that is. I, I think you get adverts based on your fucking Google thing. I why this? Uh, I have I don't even know what that is. But anyway, so check this out. Um, Twitter centrists have finally found a reason to justify why they won't support something that, in truth, they were never going to support anyway. The time the something is organised, this time the something is organised workers. The reason the real RMT union is Eddie Dempsey. Footage of Dempsey, who serves as an assistant general secretary in the RMT, was tweeted on Wednesday the 31st of August. In it, Dempsey laments the takeover of the working class institutions like the Labour Party by Liberals. Right? Now, I'm going to play you the video. Actually, I'll play you the video first. So check it out. This is what Eddie Dempsey said. Uh, that has sparked the air of um, 
There is a big booby cartoon on my screen, and I'm quite concerned. I don't want that to be there. <laughs> I don't know what that is. And everyone say, yeah, 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 you're looking at stuff. I really am not. If I did, I would tell you. I don't give a fuck. I'm not ashamed. You know. But anyway. So. There's a gun. Okay. So. Check out Eddie's speech. Right? It's only a quick thing. It's only it's just a, it's a quick minute. But think what. Now. He mentions Tommy Robinson. We know who Tommy Robinson is, right? The leader of basically. He's a white national. English white nationalist. So check it out. The Tories. We've beaten before and we'll do it again. And I tell you the problem we've got in the left is, as the institutions of the working class and their jobs have been removed from around this country, some of their institutions have been taken over by the Liberals. And that is a problem for us. Because I can tell you what, whatever you think about people that turn out for Tommy Robinson demos or any other march like that, the one thing that unites them people beyond whatever other bigotry that's going on is their hatred of the Liberal left. And they are right to hate them. They are correct because they are the people who have seen their industries taken away, who have captured their Labour Party and are now talking to them like they're the scum of the earth. There's too many in the Labour Party right now. They've made a calculation that there's a certain section of the, the top end of the working class in alliance with people they calculate from ethnic minorities and the Liberals. That's enough to get them into power. Yeah. And they believe that that alliance is all they need, that they can disregard all of the working class people in this country that have been driven away from the Labour movement by the neoliberals over the years. To the Tories. We right, so he said, whatever you think about Tommy Robinson and the people that turn out from, besides all the bigotry that goes on. So he did say that. One of the things that unites them is their hatred of the Liberal left. The Liberal left have taken over their institutions, the Labour Party being the main one. The Labour Party have made a calculation that for them to win the next election, they can uh, make themselves attractive to a certain section of the well-paid working class, uh, and that's going to and the, the and the liberals, and then that's going to be enough to get them into power. But what that means is all the stuff that I've been talking about, all the stuff that that Eddie Dempsey has been saying, is all is all dismissed as working class issues. We're the majority. The Liberals should be, come, should be bending the knee to come to us. We don't need to bend the knee to go to, to, to find them. The Liberals have taken over the institutions. The Labour Party won't turn out on, on the picket line. They're called the Labour Party for fuck's sake. So to the point, what's happened here Is these Labour, or, or the 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 Liberals, the Twitterati, have taken exception to Eddie Dempsey mentioning Tommy Robinson? And what they do is they take everything out of context. They don't give you context, and they twist. Now look at this: Eddie Dempsey, the Putin-supporting face of the RMT union, is now praising Tommy Robinson. He's no Tommy Shelby. He's a blatant fascist spawn of Mosley. Another reason Keir Starmer was right. This fucking halfwit has an Irish flag and a British Union Jack. And a European Union flag. And I don't know what that other one is. Cyprus or something. I don't know. What a dick. So, let me break this shit down. 
Eddie Dempsey, the Putin supporting face of the RMT union, Eddie Dempsey doesn't support Putin. Eddie Dempsey has called out Russia and Putin, but he said this war has happened for a reason. It's because of NATO. It's because of the expansionism of NATO. It's because of the corruption within the Ukrainian government, etc., etc. It's a proxy war being fought for the US. So that makes you a Putin puppet. That makes me a Putin puppet too. I've been called that. He's now praising Tommy Robinson. Did you hear him praise Tommy Robinson there? There's no nuance to their argument. It's that man bad, that man good. No matter what that man does, that man, like in America, you watch in American politics, Joe Biden. I I I I I read some stuff about that man that people think, and I can't fucking believe it. And the only reason they say it is they're incapable of saying what he is doing. He is a fucking evil bastard. And the reason is because they all hate Donald Trump more. So they can't call a thing out for what it is. They're incapable. It's like supporting a football team. I support a football team because I support a football team. I do not support a politician. I do not support Ed. I mean, obviously, I'm a bit of I'm, I'm fangirling at the minute. But if these guys fuck up, I'll cut them loose. If they end up being what they, what they, if they end up being what they, uh, turning into what they say they're not, they're I'll cut them loose. In America, all those what do you call the squad people, the uh, Alexander Ocasio Cortez, and all those fuckers. They're, they're, <laughs> They're just uh, sheepdogs to, to, to herd people into the establishment parties. They, they, they use, again, a great example, by the way, oh, they use our language against us. They use these words, but they don't mean it. They understand the game that's being played. This fucking dick. Now, so he says... Eddie Dempsey, the Putin supporting face of the RMT union, didn't support, not as a Putin supporter. Now praising Tommy Robinson, didn't support Tommy Robinson. Now, this is the kicker for me. This is the one that, that blows my fucking mind, right? He's no Tommy Shelby. He's a blatant fascist spawn of Mosley. So Eddie Dempsey is no Tommy Shelby. Who's Tommy Shelby? The guy in the Peaky Blinders, played by uh, Killian uh, Murphy, right? I'm sorry, is have I? Is this a different fucking Tommy? She Tommy Shelby, the villainous anti-hero, the protagonist of the program. He's not a good guy. Am I getting this wrong here? I'm, I mean, don't get me wrong, I watch Peaky Blinders, I think it's fucking brilliant. Uh, Tommy Shelby's an is a brilliant character, but he's not a fucking good guy. Am I wrong? This fucking halfwit is ass about face. He's a, and then he finishes it off. He's a blatant fascist spawn of Mosley. Eddie Dempsey is a fascist spawn of Oswald Mosley, the leader of the British right-wing Nazis. And then he, he tops it off. The cherry on the cake. Another reason Keith Starmer was right. Fuck off. On the, and, and, and that's the comeback. That's how they fight back. Remember I was telling you. How do they fight by this? How divide. They're trying to divide us. So 
I played you what he said. Did you hear him support Tommy Robinson? Because I didn't. I heard something else. And if you take everything without nuance, without context, and with a prejudice going into the thing, you're, you're already, you've already prejudged him. Do you think Dave, this asshat, is sympathetic to uh, Eddie Dempsey's cause? Going into this fucking tweet, which, you know, that, that, that needs to be, uh, that's, that's unbelievable. And if you read the replies underneath it, they're, they're, they're just as fucking bad. These people, they do live in a bubble. So, we'll carry on. Another Twitter user suggested he was using tropes from the UKIP playbook. Clever Sausages, who is a f- not that clever. Is Eddie Dempsey previously thought of as a good guy really channeling Robbie Tommy Robinson and quoting tropes from the UKIP playbook? No. No, he's not. And this is the thing. We need, right, we need a working class movement we need working class solidarity what does that mean that means all the working class even the working class that we don't necessarily agree with i am very very left wing I mean, communist basically if i only am prepared to link arms with people that agree with me on every fucking subject i'll be standing there by myself Do you understand? Now, I'm not suggesting that we forgive the right people like Tommy Rapp. These people are very, very gross. But that, that's not, and that's not what Eddie Dempsey was saying. But we need to, my neighbour down the street isn't left wing. He's a good guy though. He's not a racist, he's not a sexist. He has particular opinions about, he votes kind of, he votes kind of right wing. He's an understanding about the economy that I don't agree with. What am I supposed to do? Cut him loose? Not support him? Not, not offer him solidarity? Because he's not as progressive as maybe I am with the LGBTQ plus issues? He's not there yet. May never get there. What am I going to cut him loose? No! I will not. I refuse. I will support him. And I will accept support from him. And that is not saying that I'm going to go link arms with fucking people like Tommy fucking Robinson. And that no one is saying that. But that's the narrative that's presented. That's what they tell us. Unless you bow the knee completely to the establishment language, that's what you're going to do. That's what you are. And this has been used against us successfully time and time and time again over decades to the point that we don't understand who are real. What is enemy? What the word of Daddy Dempsey? Enemy. Who's your real enemy? The little brown fella fucking trying to get across the channel in a dinghy is not my enemy. Liz Truss is my enemy. The CEO is my enemy. He is not benign. They don't do evil things by accident. It's a part of the plan. They're actively doing it. 
Back to the article. Another used footage to attack the Enough is Enough campaign, a coalition of unions and a handful of Labour MPs fighting for better conditions for working class people. What a bunch of bastards. What a bunch of fucking bastards they are. Huh? Sounds, they sound horrible, don't they? This is disturbing. This Twitter asshole, super tanksky. Tansky? I don't know. This is disturbing, incredibly divisive, and tells me I'm right to think critically about the intentions of the Enough is Enough campaign. Some of his speeches only fall short of the kind of content you'll see at EDL rallies, English Defence League, that is. What the fuck are you talking about? Fucking stupid cunt. Waitrose Twitter melts down. This, this is the new paragraph. But not everyone was convinced by the latest centrist meltdown. Many seem to think the footage is just a pretext for well-off pseudo-lefties to withdraw support from working-class people, i.e. trade unions. The support, some say, never really existed anyway, and neither it did. Neither it fucking did. Uncle Trash says, Waitrose Twitter finding out about far-right views of Eddie Dempsey and then instantly making it the reason not to support strikes after trying and failing to cancel RMT over Ukraine and Brexit the week before is the reason we can never have a proper conversation about racism on the left. Now, that's a fucking stupid tweet as well. I played you a tweet, or a, a speech. Does Eddie Dempsey sound like a racist? This is what they will do. This is what they will call us. One Twitter, Twitter user called Sent Research for never having any, inten- any intention of backing workers saying they should stop wasting people's times. If your position, I will only support striking working, striking workers if Eddie Dempsey is XYZ union bureaucrat has, or X, sorry, I'll start that again. If your position is, I will only support striking workers if Eddie Dempsey or XYZ union bureaucrat has politics I completely agree with, you're probably not that interested in supporting striking workers in the first place. Stop wasting people's time. That's the fucking point. Now, I'm kicking back against the the, 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 the tacit and the implicit uh, accusation that Eddie Dempsey is, is a racist. I've watched a lot of Eddie Dempsey and I've heard a lot of what he says. He's not a fucking racist. It's fucking horrible. But this is what they do. They do it to everyone. They'll call you a racist. They'll hashtag me to you. And then what did they do? The, uh, uh, Anti-Semite thing against Jeremy Corbyn they dilute those messages they dilute those issues by their fucking false accusation of them the word anti-semitism no longer has the heft that it used to it used to be a terrible thing to be called an anti-semite these days it doesn't mean shit they've used it up they've wasted it women uh, having to deal with uh, sexual misconduct in the workplace and at home and out in, out in their uh, in, in their social lives and then these fuckers take that movement and make it irrelevant to the point that now those things are not only don't have any meaning, it goes the opposite way. If you accuse, if you use those words, people go, oh yeah, okay, right. Mm-hmm. They don't just dismiss it. They instantly go, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You probably are the, the sexual assaulter, really, like. That's the way these things go. They, swip, they switch, they flip the script. 
And this is a part of the divide and conquer tactic that the establishment use against us. And we need to be aware of it. And when these centrist leftists, on, how you can be a centrist leftist is beyond me. They should just fuck off and join the Liberal Party. They really should just fuck off and join the Liberals. Just be done. Go and join the Tories, like Liz, Prime Minister Liz Truss. Another pointed out that pretending to be very, very sad about the ideological purity of figures on the left was out of place among the people whose political heroes destroyed Iraq. Remember, kids, everybody on the left and its institutions must be ideologically pure, according to the centrists' terms. But their politicians can kill half a million Iraqis and it's treated as a footnote under the NHS budget. Another one, Marcus, I don't need white leftists telling me how I should feel about Eddie Dempsey, excluding people of colour from working class, thanks. Solidarity from RMT... Oh, shit, what have I done? Oh. Solidarity from RMT members, though. Or solidarity with the RMT members. Bad faith and centrist politics go hand in hand. The Twitter centrist version of this is the most virulent of all. Eddie Dempsey is a public figure and a senior, senior trade unionists trade trade unionist at a moment of working class uprising. He can and will and should, and I agree with this, be critiqued for what he says and does. Absolutely, 100% agree with that. However, a fair-minded interrogation is not what seems to be happening in this instance. As we've seen in recent years, the support from Waitrose Twitter for working class people is at best highly conditional and nearly always purely about optics. Right? At the slightest breeze, their support will evaporate. The working class doesn't need friends like this. By all means, question Eddie Dempsey's views. But if you actually care about workers, the answer should have no bearing on your support for the RMT, Enough is Enough, or any similar organisation. Unless, that is, you never had any solidarity. And if that's the case, well, good riddance. I say, fuck off. So there now we've got... So there we go. Um, so that, recognize that, people. That's what's going to happen. That's what's happening. They're going to be called out. They're going to be called this, that, and the other. We need to be aware of this. And the 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 liberals in 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 the in the in the left, they can fuck off too. We don't need you. We don't need you. We don't want you. You're 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 monsters. You're fucking monsters. We don't want you. Go away. So there we go. I've gone over as usual on these things, but it was always going to happen. This is, listen, I've done an hour here, so this is just going to go out as a full podcast, just as it is. Uh, I hope you enjoy. Like, share, subscribe. Uh, head over to the, the new Twitter thing. Yeah. Patreon. There's two new tiers now, but oh, there's another tier, by the way, so it's just a pound. So it's just a one pound tier. That's it. Uh, or, or, or sorry, there's two. There's another tier. There's a one pound tier and a three pound tier. So the three pound is obviously you get a few extra things, and the one pound is you get. It's just a general supporter. So if you want to do that, I would really appreciate it. Um, it'd be cool. So, yeah. So there we go. Show support with the workers. Learn the language of the working class. Learn the workers, or learn the language of solidarity, and understand what's going to happen. And the more successful these campaigns become, 
the worse the attacks are going to be. The attack dogs are getting sent out. I already heard Mick Lynch saying that, you know, his family are getting paparazzi and all that sort of shit, right? So, like, their sons or their daughters and their, their wives or whatever are going to work in the morning and they're, they're having to go through a phalanx of, of photographers. They didn't sign up for that, that's not, you know. But they seem to be well fit for the fight, thank God. So I offer them my strength. Done. That's it. I'm going to, next podcast, I might throw out two podcasts this week. One of them, the next one I'm going to do, my thoughts on the, the death of the Queen Elizabeth of the United Kingdom. Great Britain and Northern Ireland, as I say. So, yeah. All right. Let's go. Bye.